0: Hello, guys. I'm your host, Noah Brown, and welcome back to another episode of Theme Park Podcast. Today, I am joined with James from another Coaster Talk.
1: Hello, uh, Noah. Uh, I'm James Barber from uh, CoasterTalkPodcast.com. You can go to that website and check me out. I'm also on iTunes, Libsyn, uh, Stitcher, all, the, all these other podcasts. You go to my website, and you can find the plugins there. Um, so, yeah, we both have the same name. That's really awesome. That's really cool.
0: Yeah, I thought it was really funny when I was looking on Instagram, and I was like, what? There's another Coaster Talk podcast? I have to get him on the show. I so, saw you uh, as well. Yeah, it was super funny. wasn't wasn't really ready for that. So uh, so what did you think about the closing of the Dark Castle? Like, How did that make you feel?
1: You kind of knew this was going on. Since I'm a Busch Gardens uh, fanatic, that's kind of my home park. Uh, I had known that they were talking about closing it. And a lot of my friends uh, that are Busch Gardens uh, fanatics, we kind of discussed you know, the possibility of it closing. And really, I thought maybe next year it would close, and they give us some last rides. Um, but for them to close it so sudden and to, for them to close it uh, without any closing remarks or anything like that, um, it was kind of shocking. And it was kind of weird that Busch Gardens would do that because usually they're a good park with uh, saying farewell to their attractions or giving a farewell or something like that. Um, but for them to close it that quickly, and for them to close it that kind of weirdly, it was just kind of a really kind of disappointing move on their part.
0: Yeah, which is, which is really weird because they don't really have any, like, dark rides anymore, which is, from what I've seen and from what I've been there, Dark Castle is one of their only dark rides that gave a 40 effect like that.
1: They're trying to, you know... Say that their new VR attraction is their their new dark ride, which I don't really agree with that much. I think they're kind of like, "Hey, well, we are closing Dark Dark Castle, but we are getting Battle for Erie, or I don't know how you pronounce it, um, the exact name of the ride attraction." But they're trying to say the new VR uh, attraction is like their new dark ride, and I don't really know if I agree with that. It's just kind of because you're just putting goggles on, and it's a kind of like a motion sensor, and it is it's, it is a new unique attraction, uh-huh. but but uh for them to say that it's like a new dark ride, I don't know if it's going to, I don't think it's going to fill the place of Cur- to Curse of Dark Castle for me, because that that was a really great ride for a lot of people, and a lot of people like me is, uh, grew up on that ride, and for them to close it like that, it was, it was really surprising.
0: Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but it opened up in 2005, right? I believe that, I believe that's the date that it opened, but in a, for the time that it came out, it had some really good special effects in it. And it was actually, like, one of the, my favorite dark rides I've ever been on. So it kind of, like, really shocked me that, like, whoa. That is, like, I wonder what what can replace it, if they're going to put a new dark ride there or if they're going to just take the whole building out completely.
1: In 2005, that was, like, one of the only Disney uh, outside, uh, dark rides outside of, like, Disney and Universal. So that was really, like, a game-changer uh, a lot of people love that attraction a lot of people thought that was a great attraction and yes. i thought i thought it was really kind of surprising because you know it only had like a 13 year run that's not usually you know the attraction of that status uh, stays a little longer than that so and you think you know that ride does cost a lot to maintain and stuff but i think and a lot of people say like that, that when they went it didn't have a lot of lines but when i used to go i mean that thing would be packed um, uh, <clears> Usually usually would have like 30 minute lines 40 minute lines so i mean it wasn't it wasn't a ride that They closed because they weren't getting any capacity uh, trouble or anything like that because they had a lot of capacity, a lot of people going to ride that ride, that attraction. And uh, yet again, I just – I know maintenance-wise they're trying to say that it was expensive and all that. But even so, I mean, keep it open for another year. Give us some last rides. Say farewell. Do like a ceremony, something like that because that's a pretty big ride. Yeah. Um, you got you to do something like that for uh, for an attraction like that. And even I know it's not like a roller coaster, it's not something that's been around. I mean, like I said, 13 years, it's not like a big of a time. But I think they realize how big of an attraction that was to a lot of people.
0: Well, yeah, it's kind of like, honestly, it's kind of like the same as I kind of hope that they replace it with something better, unlike the Big Bad Wolf, because when they closed the Big Bad Wolf, everybody was, or at least I was expecting something bigger than for to go there.
1: I definitely agree with that. Uh, Big Bad Wolf um, was a great attraction. For Bolton is a, is a pretty good attraction as well, but you know it's I don't think it's as good as Big Bad Wolf for me. Uh, the theming is fantastic. Every everything about that there's nothing wrong with that uh, at all. But for a, an attraction like that, I think yeah the Bolton and especially with the manufacturer they went with. I mean this is not that great of a attra- uh, manufacturer because I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually. Uh, when you ride the ride now, when you go through that, like when you cut launch out of the shield building and you hit like that first uh, turn to go up to the top of the lift hill. It's not really a lift hill. I guess just hit, drop. Um, it, it has a vibration. So it's already starting to have like a vibrating uh, shake to it. And it's only been open for like. Um, so that's. Yeah. A good um I don't know if they're going to retrack it. They should. They definitely should retrack it because uh, it's it's starting to get a little vibrating. Once it gets vibrating, it's going to start getting a little rough. Um, And it's not too bad now, but I think in the next maybe 10 years, it's going to start getting pretty bad.
0: Yeah. How's the? I've been, like, really curious. I really want to go out and ride Verbolten just because of its drop drop track. Is it really as cool as people say it is?
1: Every time I ride it, that's the definitely the best part of the ride. Uh, inside the show building is awesome. That's the one part about this ride I really do appreciate. The rest of the is bland. I mean, the drop is okay and everything, but the inside the show building is fantastic. You you can't see, and even though I know what's happening, you still you know you get this bunny uh, feeling in your stomach that you like when you go over that airtime and everything. You're like, whoa, whoa, that's awesome. And there are some really cool airtime air moments inside the building too. Uh, and then you you stop and you kind of look around and you're like, well, for some people they don't know what's happening. Uh, once I actually took my cousin on this ride and we stopped in the middle of it and I'm like, oh my God, the ride's broken. And they they, they started freaking out and I'm like, it was funny. I was like, the ride's broken. We're stuck in here. Uh, and then we dropped and, uh, that is yes. To answer your question, I'm kind of going off here. Um, to answer your question, the drop track is truly a fantastic part. Uh, I, I I liked it. Would have been a little, you know, a little steeper, a little bigger of <sighs> a drop, but it's still that that feeling. It's just like, whoa, holy crap! It feels like you're literally gonna fall off the attraction, uh, and it's, it's oh, yeah. really cool. It's a really, really, really awesome uh, feeling.
0: And it's the first roller coaster to actually do that, so that probably caught a lot of enthusiasts off there. Like they're like, whoa, that's a weird feeling on a coaster. It's like one of the
1: first ones to do that, so that was really really awesome uh, to be experience that. And, uh, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the manufacturer they chose. Um, definitely uh, impacted. I mean, they could have gone with like Intamin or Mac or something. I think it would have been much better of a traction.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Mac multi launch would go good there.
1: Uh, Mac, just like they could have literally chose <laughs> the exact same ride. Um, I mean, they could have been the exact same uh, attraction, same layout, same theme. Everything could have been the same, just Mac. And I think it would be
0: a whole lot better
1: because Zaire is not known to produce that well. Of a
0: I am yeah. not a huge fan of. Yeah, Zire is not really that well known. Like Mac and stuff, they make they make amazing rides. Just Verbolton as a Mac multi launch, like a family multi-launch like Manta at San Diego would actually be pretty cool there.
1: Yeah, like, that would be kind of cool.
0: So uh this has been the big hype lately along Almost every enthusiast, and this is what I want to talk most about, is actually the dive track or B&M Wing track that people have been seeing at Canada's Wonderland, and it's supposed to be for a 2019 attraction. What is your thoughts on it?
1: Glad you said b and Wing, too, because a lot of people are saying dive machine all the way dive coast or whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> it definitely... I think a dive coaster based on like the footprint and the kind of like the puzzle piece it would fill a dive coaster looks like it would fit the best there but I think when I went to Canada's Winterland I know exactly where that area where they're saying it's going to go uh it it wasn't it wasn't um a whole lot of area land so I think a dive coaster could fit a lot better there but I think if you keep the wing coaster you know you maybe make it go over itself a couple times you make it you can make it work there and um like you said, they, that that not, might not even be the footprint we're looking at. That's just the footprint that coach enthusiasts are saying looks like it yeah. will. And you know, they're like, well, if vortex is getting retracted. They're obviously going to uh, be putting something in that like, underground tunnel or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, that that makes sense as well. Um, but like I said, I mean, they could be anywhere else. I mean, they might just be doing like a you know, like every park usually like retracts their coaster dur- during the off season, so it could just be a mandatory check for little vortex and they're just uh, putting putting another coast, uh, just you know retracking it. and there could there still could be another area of land where that coaster go or they could still be putting it where they're putting it but they might have a little bit more land somewhere else that we don't know about or we're not seeing uh, and it could be um, you know could like maybe there's like a little area like uh, over there so you could add the lift hill there and then you could like have the rest of the ride go in that area of land that we're seeing um, but I do think it could fit a wind coaster and I think it definitely could be a wind coaster but like I said a dive machine or dive coaster definitely fits in that area better it fits that footprint better
0: yeah i think a a dive a dive coaster would actually be pretty cool with its underground with like an underground drop especially if canada's wonderland like because they say they want to do theming to the ride from what i've heard it's going to be heavily themed or that's what a lot of enthusiasts think so i can see like a foggy tunnel and stuff like that which would be super cool
1: and i'm pretty sure um they actually like there's like a name that's rumored going around i'll check real quick here but um weird name i don't know it's like i'm not exactly sure but i'll check here in a second i'll i'll tell you guys in a little bit um but uh it was a really weird name and i really kind of hope it it doesn't end up being the name um but it, it was a pretty pretty terrible name it's like zigger or something like that it's like a, it begins with a z i know for a fact but i just don't remember
0: uh mm-hmm. yeah. huh. Well, from the pic- pick- from the pictures of it, it looks like it's gonna be like a rusty color.
1: Going over Val Raven, yeah, Val Raven footprint, which kind of kind of sucks because it, it's like the exact exact same color. Or maybe they just haven't painted. I don't know. But if if they do go with that color, I mean, I really really hope they do. I mean, there's so many colors to choose from. Why the yeah. exact same color of Val Raven? why I mean like what's the point? I don't understand if they're yeah really... I wonder there's only like three dive coasters in the u s um yeah, or in north America, I guess you 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 have like all these colors to choose you can choose like red, actually no, she I guess you could choose like we like a a bright green or something you choose something like that, yeah, the exact same color as Val Raven. that's just kind of really well if you look
0: if you look at their their coasters that they came out with, the colors on them are actually, like, all all spread out. So I think they're just kind of, like, going off the colors. But that, I still want to get that because it's the same color as uh, Vortex, is
1: it? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly another point that uh, other coasters were saying. Uh, it's the exact same color. as. I mean, it's just not the exact same. It was very similar to the color of Vortex. They're a... Uh, Uh suspended coaster and um i think that'd be kind of strange because it would be like there's they would be crossing paths too so it'd be like you'd be looking up and you'd be like oh it's like it looks like the exact same coaster are very similar to the exact same coaster Um so yeah kind of a strange strange idea hey let's put the exact same color coaster color coaster I can just have them in the exact same area, crossing over paths and all that. The exact same. I mean, if this is going in a different area of the park, I wouldn't even bring this point up. But the fact that it's going to be like going underneath it, going over top of it, and all that—that's kind of a strange decision on my, on, um, in the park's uh, behalf. I think.
0: Yeah, but a dive coaster would give uh, Canada's Wonderland an awesome one, two, three, which I'm would pretty excited well. I for. I think a
1: wind would as well.
0: Yeah. Definitely, they need. Cause they don't have they don't have any rod that that's well if you if you exclude Leviathan which a Leviathan only has like an eighty something degree drop doesn't it I think it's like eighty something eighty two I believe yeah it's eighty two okay so well Wikipedia says it's eighty two and that's not always correct <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I thought, yeah
1: something like that I don't know
0: but. A 90 degree drop at Canada's Wonderland would be super good, like it would give them a nice like, one, two, three because you would have Leviathan, Bohemoth, and uh, and this dive, which would honestly be an awesome, awesome setup of BM's.
1: Just looked uh, on Wikipedia again, it says 80, I don't know, it says 80 online, but uh, it doesn't really matter, really. It's uh, 81, 82, 83,
0: doesn't really matter what,
1: yeah, it's the, the exact uh vertical angle, it's really two or three angles it doesn't really matter, um, yeah. but for a coaster, uh, like you said, uh, yeah, for a dive coaster to go there, that would be for the general public, uh, which this park is jam-packed whenever you, I don't know, have you been to Kansas Maryland?
0: No. I haven't.
1: It, yeah, I don't know, for me, for summertime, it is jam-packed with people, I mean, God, we had to get fast pass to get through all the rides, it was so packed, like, every ride, like, Leviathan had like a two-hour wait, Behemoth had like an hour yes. and a half Everything. I mean, even like the crappy rides um, had like long waits, like the flat rides and everything. They had like fifteen, twenty minute waits. I
0: mean, like that's crazy. Like
1: walk-ons, exactly. And I was like, that was the most packed the parks ever been for me. And I've been to Carowinds when it's packed. I've been to Cedar Point when it's packed. That was the most packed a theme park has ever been in my experience, as a theme park enthusiast. Um, and that was really surprising because I know I, I was expecting it to be not not dead, but you know, for the fact. I guess realizing it's outside of a pretty major city, Toronto, there. Uh, I don't know, but but still, I th- I think it was a weekday. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was like a weekday, but it was in the summer. Um, but still, oh. either way, people have to work, so you would think people, you know, wouldn't it wouldn't be as packed. A point on like a Thursday or Friday in the summer a couple years back, and it was dead. There was like yeah. no one there. I, everything was a like walk on. Top of the structure was like a five minute wait. Uh, and then I go there like I think it was a Wednesday or Thursday as well, and that was packed as crazy. Um, yeah, that, it was pretty crazy. Yeah,
0: that is. That is crazy. The most packed up it's ever been for me was uh that Magic Mountain. Those those get crazy sometimes. I can only
1: imagine that. The yeah, imagine Day Coasters
0: Mountain. The Day Coaster studios went there. I forgot he went there and it was just filled with enthusiasts. It kinda sucked.
1: Because <laughs> enthusiasts know like where to go and where not to go and stuff. So. Yeah. so like so all the coach enthusiasts are like, no one will be here, and then all the coach enthusiasts are there and it's like, oh come on guys. Yeah, come We're on, broke. guys.
0: You're ruining the fun. <laughs> No, but that was like Same an day. interesting day. I was like there, and I was like, man, everybody's wearing a coaster shirt around. And then I was like, oh, man, this is the day Coaster Studios came. So
1: I'll rep our coaster shirts, and there he is, hey. Yeah. On a regular I'm, day, usually when I meet coaster enthusiasts, they're just wearing regular clothes. I am the only, I always wear a coaster shirt wherever I go, no matter what. Um, but I only have
0: one coaster shirt, and it's an X2 shirt.
1: Definitely start, you should start buying more. I, I go. I always make a pack to whenever I go to a theme park. Buy a theme park shirt. I have like, I'd say, 20, 25 maybe. I have like a Nitro. I have all these shirts: uh, Nitro, El Toro, all these shirts: uh, Cedar Point, Skyrush, All these shirts. I don't even. I don't even remember all the ones I have. Yeah. Kennywood, Bush Gardens. I'm getting one for my for my Kosher Talk uh, podcasts. Um, so I'm gonna start wearing a lot more. I have sweatshirts. I have you know all those. I have hats. Uh, I try to wear at least one roller coaster thing, so people, if they see me, might be like, and I try to wear them, like, exotic, because like, not like, if I'm at King's Dominion, I'm not going to wear a three or five shirt, because people might just be like, oh, but I'm going to wear, like, a lightning rod, because I don't know, you know, In the Loop, correct, the podcast? Yes. At King's Dominion, and the reason he noticed me was because I was wearing a Kennywood and a Skyworth shirt, and he came up to me, and he was like, I like the hat, and I'm like, oh, cool, and I didn't know who he was, because I was filming a ride for my YouTube channel, I was filming a Man three or five, uh, and and he, he's like, That's a cool shirt. And I'm like, And I didn't even notice him. He walks past me, and I look at him, and I'm like, Oh my god, you're Clint Novak. And so, yeah, that's how I met Clint Novak. That was really, really awesome. Uh, it was really cool to meet a one yeah, another like one of the biggest podcasts in kosher talk, really, anywhere. Um, yeah, it was really awesome. He was really cool. I took a picture with him. Uh, my other kosher enthusiast friend was also there, so he talked to him a little bit too. Uh, he's really awesome. He actually got me, I don't know, you know, kosher radio as well, correct? Yes. Yeah to go to yeah. the meetup that was at bush gardens uh like a month after that and i went to that meetup i met uh, mike and eb at from kosher radio um they were really nice i've actually he's actually of radio mike collins uh has actually took me under his wing and has really been helpful in the process of me starting my own podcast I mean, he's literally i probably not be anywhere that i am right now it was not for him he's helped me set up a website helped me do all this cool stuff he's actually right now helping me embed some of uh, footage into my YouTube channel and stuff. So it's really being cool. He's really being nice. And uh, that's a big help uh, to start my podcast with him. He, he really helped out. So, I mean, that that coaster gear. You got to wear that. You got to wrap it. None of this would have happened if I hadn't worn that shirt that day.
0: Well, I wouldn't have uh, actually found the one that made me start taking photos of roller coasters more if it wasn't for him wearing a, a Fury 325 shirt at California's Great America. <laughs> <laughs> So I could definitely yeah. agree with you on that one. If
1: you're a coach enthusiast, you're listening like right now, start wearing kosher because that even I know Clint Novak isn't always going to show up and you're going to meet him and stuff. Meet, you're going to spread out. You're going to meet more kosher enthusiasts. And that's kind of the point. I mean, it sucks being a kosher enthusiast by yourself, like walking around to a park like by yourself. It kind of sucks. Yeah. So, but if you get to meet people, and like at Hershey Park, I met a lot of people. When I I met like three or four guys, they're all Ace members and everything. We all met and talked. To. Was cool. um, none of that happens if you don't wear coaster gear. You don't show that you're a kosher enthusiast. People aren't just gonna hey, go up to everyone, and go hey, you coaster enthusiast, coach enthusiast. Like I didn't even know what coaster enthusiast was. Like three years ago i didn't know anything uh, what coaching enthusiasts were um so you really have to rep your gear you have to show that you're and don't wear like a shirt like i said don't wear a shirt from the park you're at wear a shirt from a park like a couple hours away maybe even like across the country or something especially like like you said fear three two five at at, a great adventure that's definitely or what'd you say california yeah california's
0: great america
1: i thought you said great adventure for some reason yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's great, America.
1: I was about to say, yeah, I was about to say, Fury 35, That's actually not across the country, you now. And yeah. um, So, your coaster gear—you have to get your name out there. You have to show that your coaster is just in order uh, for people to listen and uh, for people to see that um, you're one of them, kind of.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a a true, fe- a true statement. Like, and it just like, yeah, uh, I wouldn't have had as many coaster enthusiast friends if it wasn't for my friend trent because he's the one that actually got me into starting to do a lot and we've been going to parks a lot more so i wouldn't have been i wouldn't have probably been here doing this podcast if it wasn't for him
1: um, you, coach and Tizzius, they help each other out and i hate the people that you know they're like you know coaster youtubers versus coaster youtubers there's no verses and really there shouldn't be any verses in anywhere like in not just coaster world and like anywhere in the world i mean they really Like Coke, Pepsi, all that kind of stuff. There shouldn't be any like fighting over it. They should just let it be, you know. Like Kosher Shitius versus Kosher Kids. There's none of that stuff going on. They're all good friends. They all, they're little. It's a hobby. They act like people act like they're making money. I guess they kind of technically are making money from the YouTube channel, but they're not like this is not their job. They're not like we need to do this in order for me to like. I want to be on top, you know everything. They want to all help each other out. They're all going on trip next year, Europe, the whole Europe trip. They're obviously they're friends, so you don't need to like like, versus, you don't need to, like, do something like that, and uh, there really, there's a lot of negative things that happen in the coaster community, I don't get involved in any of that stuff, there's a lot yeah. of negative things, and it really needs to stop, like, it's kind of stupid, because I'm, like, look, I'm like, this is, like, it's, like, high school, it's, like, high school, you're, like, going to high school with the coaster community, because a lot of the coaster enthusiasts are just <laughs> retarded, they're like, they're yeah, they a, are. Like, some, like, someone said, like, fear 5 isn't good, and then we go, oh, my God, we need to fight over that, and like, have, like, a whole four, like, four-week discussion on that, like, They'll like try to fight and they'll call each other retarded and they con- and then someone will post on the story, it's ret- I hate kosher drama and all that. And I'm like, oh my god, can we just not have kosher drama? And then you don't have to have it, you don't have to hate it, you can just not it just won't be a thing.
0: Um Yeah. <laughs> it's like the it's like just like a couple of days ago, now that you brought that fact up. Was uh somebody was somebody said something bad about oh, what was it? Um Iron Rattler at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. And somebody, like, got super all mad and was like, I hate how you just voice your opinion in my in my feed. Like, you could have just left it alone because it's my favorite coaster and, like, got all mad at him for it.
1: People have, people have opinions. I mean, you have to respect yeah. If someone like, – if I posted a share it's my, like, favorite – even though it's not – if I posted that and then someone was like, you're retarded or something, you know, that, that's like, why – fine, that's your opinion. I'm not going to, like, go off on them. I might delete the comment because that's kind of mean, but if they say yeah. that, I'm not going to be like – Starting the whole like movement, like, like hey, boom. you
0: know,
1: like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, put, like, like, let's, let's, let's block him. Let's get all blah, blah. blah. It's like, report blah, his
0: account.
1: Him because he said that sucks or something. Uh, maybe if he used, like, I'm retarded or something, but it maybe if he said, like, you know, it's not that I don't like it that much as much as like a lot of some people, um, <laughs> that I'd be like, you know, that's your opinion. That's fine. Um, But you know, if he says something like that, like you're retarded or something, I might be like, you know, I'm not really. But if he if he's like, you know, dude, I don't I don't like it that much. I'd be like, no, that's your opinion. I don't need to like start like I don't care. Like I, I don't know why people care that much to try to start like you're not going to change anyone's opinion by you know starting this whole thing. You know, you're not gonna the guy's not gonna go, oh oh. You know, people are mad at me. Okay, now yes, Iron Riders good. You know, you're not gonna change his opinion. So yeah. why even bother? You know, you're not gonna like if I just said, what do you not like? What's a kosher you don't like? Just name a you that you don't particularly like.
0: Kong, the Vekoma SLC. Uh, yeah, okay, okay well, uh,
1: That's kind of hard one, but um, you get, <laughs> um.
0: Let's right, say, like, let's say I co- love Kong. A good coaster I don't like uh, would be technically Full Throttle at Magic Mountain.
1: You don't like Full Throttle that much, and I say, and you say, like I don't full, like like Full Throttle, and I go, I like it or something. I mean, you you screaming at me and saying. That it's it's bad or something. It's not gonna. I'm not gonna go. Uh, okay. Yep. You're right. You know. I mean, like nothing. Nothing can change someone's opinion. Yeah. One uh, so just because they say they might say yeah, flying, whatever, but in their head it's still not their favorite coaster. I mean, uh-huh. you can't, you can't change someone's opinion. Um. So there's no point in all this drama in the kosher community. And I'm kind of glad I'm on your show now because this is like my outlet. I've never really talked about this with anyone. Um. Because I don't really, you know, I I talk about with my friends, but you know, they, they actually start kosher drama too. And I'm like, oh my god, these guys are stupid. I mean, if you want to like get mad at someone, get mad at someone in your high school. Get a debate like that. Get go in the debate team or something like that. You don't have to do it. Yeah. No one. Honestly, I don't care about coaster drama. Like, if someone says Lightning Rod's bad, I'm not going to be like, "What? Uh, let me go. Where's their account? Let me report them. You know, this is bull and push on my story. Oh my god, they're retarded and all this stupid stuff. It's just dumb. It's just I'll dumb. be like,
0: "What's your coaster count? I bet you've only ridden Lightning Rod."
1: Exactly. It's it's just it's point, it's pointless. It's just there's no point.
0: But it's exactly – that That brings me to the point. I was listening to a live stream when all the drama was going about the shirts from uh, Coaster Studios and everything. Like, there, Mr. Joyner went on – like, he had to go on a live stream while his son was, like – I forgot where his son was. But everybody was saying all these things, and he went in a live stream, and he's all, tag every Coaster enthusiast you know in the comments and make them join. And, like, he had, like, 400 people in there, and he's like, dude, it is not a competition. We're all just out here trying to be a community. We're all just out here just trying yeah. to have fun. We're not we're not competing against each other. We're not hating each other. We're doing this trip to Europe together. We're doing it because we love coasters, not because we care what you guys all think.
1: Cuz exactly. I don't understand. We all like coasters. Why if we don't like one in particular, do you have to like spaz out and act like it's the end of the world? Yeah. And Right now, I feel like we might be creating drama right now because people are gonna be like, "Oh, they're talking. to me. They don't like." it." it's just it's just like anything. Some I think some of these kids that are just sitting at their computers and they're just trigger happy. Like they see something, they're just like, "Let me let me write that down." They don't like that. Uh, now I'm gonna start some drama about that. It's like it's like why? <laughs> what? They must do that because they must have no lives if they're literally their entire life is just going on. Uh, Coaster Instagram and looking and seeing like oh, he doesn't like that. Co- Let me start drama there. I mean, who has, I mean, I have a life. Right? I mean, you have a life. You work at a theme park, I mean you do stuff outside of this uh-huh. podcast, you do stuff out of the Instagram. If you really, if you're starting coaster drama, you have no life because you have the time to, you know, do all this crap and talk about, you know, it's just like wow. Why, Why? first of all, why is that fun for you? Like, is it fun? Like, is it like, yeah, well, this is fun? I'm certain drama, people are mad at me and stuff. I don't understand. Uh, and I know we're going off a little bit here on like off the topic, but I know we've, oh, really, no, like, we've really diverted from the uh, topic, but um, I, it's just, it just, it just doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Well, my podcast is mainly about because a lot of non enthusiasts watch it. So it's about like them learning more about the coaster enthusiast. Uh, a lot of me. people say lifestyle, but it's kind of funny when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it,
1: it is technically kind of a lifestyle. I mean, literally, I met a guy. All the time. I met a guy. I met a guy at Dollywood, and I tell a story a lot uh, when I'm talking to other Christians. This guy was 80 years old. His name is Larry I'm actually He's coming on my podcast later on uh, this hmm. uh, this year. Uh, he's eight, and he literally he's ridden I think 500 roller coasters. Um, and he was ziplining with me in Dollywood, and I didn't even know he <laughs> was at first. And uh, I started talking to coasters to my mom just because I was with her with my mom at the time. Uh, that's like one of the only trips I took just with her. Um, and I started talking to coasters, and he's like, Yeah, I like RMC and everything. I'm like, Oh, he must know coasters pretty well. And so we started talking, coasters. He'd yeah. been to like every every I listed off like 50 parks, and he'd been to each and every one. I'm like, K- Kentucky Kingdom, you know, Hershey Park, all these parks, and he's like, yep, 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 yep. Like what park haven't you not been to? <laughs> he's actually doing the you, you know the Japan Ace trip next year. He's doing that as well. Um, what? So, exactly. So he's he's really cool and um he is. I think he had had a heart attack a month before, um and he's he's there at Dollywood riding roller coasters, getting ear to it was an Ace event when we went. Uh and can you I mean that that's all, that's that's the lifestyle right there living yeah living for coasters. I mean he literally. They're eighty years old, having a heart attack a month before, and he's been riding coasters since I think he was twelve at Kennywood, riding Jack Rabbit for the first time. I mean, that that's 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 a true life story, based around old coasters, right there. That is a lifestyle.
0: That one dude, uh, before when Mean Street got announced, and everybody learned about the guy that ridden it over a thousand times. He would visit the yeah, he would visit the park every time it was open. I think it was Mean Streak Bill or
1: something like that and yeah. uh, that, that Just, I know a guy i actually uh, rode Griffin at Bush Gardens Williamsburg like I think 2,000 times it's crazy it's crazy that's
0: crazy that is insane to me I've only ridden because the, the ride operator is like
1: I've ridden it like probably a couple hundred but uh, but he had ridden like a couple thousand and I'm like and they were like how many rides is this and I don't know it maybe it's John or something he's like that's 2,351 and I'm like holy crap <laughs> I was like I'm a coaster enthusiast, but I mean, this guy must have been just been a Griffin enthusiast. I mean, because there's no way you can ride any other coaster in that park, and then have ridden. I mean, he's probably ridden Alpine on like three times. If, if he's he's ridden he's probably just goes to Griffin and just stays there the entire day.
0: He probably just likes the adrenaline of hanging over the edge.
1: <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've been going to that park for I'd say probably like ten years. Mm-hmm. Griffin, like three hundred times, probably. And Griffin like, was he, definitely.
0: Um... I compared it to Sheikra a lot, which I kind of regret because I was like, "Huh, was it?" Because I, I, well, I the way that I, I, did, I did it, I've ridden Shikra and Griffin, and I really liked Griffin. I really like Sheikra a lot more, just because of its like splashdown and how, and I just like the park a lot more. Busch Gardens Tampa.
1: Are people that don't like Busch Gardens Tampa that much? Sure. I, I I think I might like it. Um, have you in Val Raven?
0: No, I haven't gotten to Cedar Point. I'm uh, planning a trip out there this summer.
1: Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Griffin's much better than Valraven as well, in my opinion. I don't know about Shegra. I can't speak for Sheikra. I've not been to Bushcraft Stamp. I might. I might be going there a couple years when I go to Iapa. Um, but <laughs> that 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 is very great. But I can't imagine. I've only ridden it three hundred times, and I've been going since like 10, 10 years. I'd say. I mean, that, I was there before it even opened, uh, and yet this guy's ridden it <laughs> three thousand times.
0: Uh, I don't, I, I, don't know how to.
1: I mean, he literally, like I said, must just go there and ride that all day. There's no way he's ridden anything else in that park. Uh, I look up
0: the, I look up the guy, but there's some guy that just took his five thousand. He visited the park five thousand times. It was a uh, Disneyland.
1: Uh, I don't know. If, there's like a Skyrush girl on uh, Instagram and she's ridden Skyrush like
0: I think. Oh, up. I need to find I need to figure out what this guy's name is.
1: Um, so yeah, I mean that, that's just kind of crazy to me. Um, um,
0: oh, uh, I,
1: I, don't, I don't know how you run that cushion never mind. It's
0: It's even better. So this guy visited Disneyland 2,000 days in a row. So every day for five years, he's been visiting Disneyland. Every day, kind of crazy. So if you've gone to Disneyland in the past five years, you've been to Disneyland when this guy has been there.
1: I have not, but uh, I've never been to Disneyland actually. So, but that—that's so, crazy, yeah.
0: So imagine like having the flu, and because he was talking about like having sick days, he's like, "Yeah." I'm, There's been days where I've been sick where I'll just go and get, like, some soup and leave. And I was like, imagine, like, pulling a sick day at Disneyland.
1: Hey, that's also the best.
0: Yeah. I was like, man, go him.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's definitely really, really awesome.
0: So, um... Yeah, it's just, like, stories like that but like... It's like being a coaster enthusiast isn't like because a lot of people say, oh, only young people are coaster enthusiasts. Only, yeah, I I definitely have to disagree with that because that dude's 67 years old and he visited Disneyland for the past 2,000 days in a row and still counting.
1: I mean, that is that started in like the 80s. I mean, so it's not, it's not. Old, those people, you know, those those people were like 30, 40 years old back then. I mean, now that's like 40 years ago. So they're like close to 80 years old now. So a lot of the people that started Ace are like in their 80s and stuff. So there's it's not – I think for the young people on Instagram and on social media, yeah, definitely there's more young people on that stuff. But if you actually go to Ace events, there's actually like 50, 60-year-olds there all the time. Um, there's always these little couple kids there. I mean, they're usually like my age, middle school, high school age. Um, but – I think for a lot of people, they think the coaster community is, like, 13 to, like, 20-year-old-ish area. Um and then after
0: 20s, usually, you forget about coasters.
1: <laughs> you don't just forget about that. You can't just be like, oh, okay, I don't like coasters anymore. It's yeah. <laughs> the thing, yeah. it's not So, I mean, these people in the Ace, they, they were um, – so it's not just a young man's game. Those people are still a part of Ace. They're not just going to, like, get older and be like, you know, I just started this awesome group that was like – 3,000, 5,000 members, something like that. Um, I'm just gonna forget about, you know, they're they're still part of the group, trust me. And even if yeah. they're not like member if they're not like officially like part of the group, like maybe they're not the official like uh owner and president anymore, they're still members of the group, I guarantee you. At least yeah. I'd say I'd say probably ninety percent of Ace uh started it are still part of it.
0: Yeah, one thing that I have to say if you're in a coaster, if you're a coaster enthusiast and do not have an ace membership. You have to get one. It is so cool. It's because, so worth it. Yeah, and it's it's pretty cheap too. I was kind of surprised about a Sixty November bucks.
1: I know that's not too bad. Um, for like what you get, I mean, literally, you get so many cool events that in reality, if you like just paid for those events, that be that would be a lot. That would be really expensive. Uh, you get like ERT on like attractions. You get Media days. Tours. You get some con That's an awesome event that they do every year. Um, <laughs> that's coming to Busch Gardens and uh, Kings Dominion and Six Flags America um so that's an awesome event they do uh i went to thrills in the hills at dollywood which is a really cool event i'm pretty sure that's an annual event as well uh, every yeah. event they do is pretty annual uh, hollywood nights is supposed to be one of the best roller coaster events of all time that's not really that's technically not an ace event but ace is a the leading like organization in that they have like the united kingdoms clubs like, all that kind of stuff but ace is like the first one on the list and i'm pretty yeah. sure that's the, that's the biggest organization for coasting and i did um that, that always has a lot of uh, visitors, Hollywood nights. I was actually planning on going there this year, um, but I'm actually going to be attending Coaster Mania at Cedar Point and Coaster Stock at Kings Island instead because I'd rather, honestly, get to Coaster, uh, go to Cedar Point again and Kings Island again than go to Hollywood, uh, Holiday World. N- with the park is, they're both, they're all fantastic parks, but yeah, you get a lot more coaster credits. And even though I've gotten all the coaster credits there, I really, uh, if I go to um, Hollywood, Holiday World, I might not get the chance to go out to Cedar Point and ride. Steel Vengeance, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take yeah. my chances on Steel Vengeance. And I'd like Steel to Steel Vengeance looks like amazing.
0: Have you ridden any RMCs yet or no? As yes,
1: I've ridden Lightning Rod and I, uh, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, Lightning Rod. Wait, so um so do you think Sims is gonna be overrated, like a lot of enthusiasts say, or do you think it's gonna be pretty good?
1: When I had my podcast this week, I talked about that as well. Uh I I think it's going to be Definitely not. It's not obviously right now. A lot of people are saying it's overrated. I don't think it's overrated. I mean, this is probably going to be one of the best steel coasters in the world. Uh, I think a lot of people are just saying it's at Cedar Point. If this park, if this coaster was going to like Six Flags, any like Six Flags park, or maybe at uh, Six Sea uh, World park, uh, I think people would be like, "Yeah, that looks like amazing." But it's just because it's going to Cedar Point. They, they always get everything, so I think a lot of people are mad about that. Um, all the Cedar Point, definitely...
0: all the Cedar Point fanboys are all excited. <laughs> Like
1: one of the best coasters in the world.
0: They're gonna be like best coaster in the world, easy. I think it might be. <laughs> I don't know. The day Magic Mountain gets a Giga is the day that I'll uh, I'll become a coaster enthusiast. I guess. Totally kidding. Magic Mountain will never get a Giga.
1: <laughs> it might I don't
0: know. Now the Six Flags. Technically,
1: right technically, is- technically, I think it's kind of it's like a half
0: uh giga. Tatsu. Superman. Yeah that is Oh, well no Tatsu actually from the top of the lift to the bottom of the of the pretzel loop is actually an over a three hundred foot over a three hundred foot uh foot change. Like you go over three hundred feet technically. Yeah.
1: But uh so, uh Superman also um that is uh uh, I think the drop the actual like drop of it is only like three hundred and sixty three feet or something like that. Um so technically you kinda have a giga and a strata in one 'cause technically the height is like four hundred fifteen or something, but the actual drop I think is like three sixty.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't it hardly makes it up to the red anymore, so it kinda makes me sad. It doesn't launch like it used to. And it's getting kinda rough. So uh we can just put top tilt drags through there, I think what I'd like to see yeah. so uh, let's talk about some uh, okay sorry about that guys we had a little bit of mic trouble so uh, what do you think about all the new retheming that's going to Kings Island
1: well the retheming you mean Kings Dominion
0: yeah Kings Dominion not Kings Island
1: uh, Kings Dominion uh, yeah has uh, re some of their shops and restaurants Uh, Around the hurler, which they are RMCing now, and uh, they are currently in the process of doing that. Uh, And actually, right now, still, I guess probably today around some time, uh, they've announced they are changing their hurler, uh, not hurler, sorry, their uh, racer coaster, which is named Rebel Yell, um, to Racer 75, which is an awful name. Um, And that's what the really big retheme is. They're also retheming their. uh, not really retheming it; they're giving it a new paint job, and they're calling it uh, something like a ram- rhyming name. I can't remember exactly, but you can probably. I think it's on a blog post on their website. But I, I, I don't honestly care about that name. And the rocket rico- ricochet is not really like it's not really that name, and it's not um you know that big of a coaster. It's not like hey, yeah. what's the king's Dominion that you want to go ride? Yeah, or anything like that. it's not like um. I was reading it and um it was like yeah and uh Racer Rebel Yell is getting renamed to Racer 75 and I'm like are you kidding me? What what kind of I could have chosen a better name first of all because I know I know you know you know Rebel Yell is kind of like slaves civil war kind of stuff so I I understand that more and even though I mean I still I mean obviously it's not really anything that bad it's not like it was like a really bad name in the first place but yeah. for them for them to name it to like that of a name it's kind
0: of sad second credit coaster that's a terrible name but uh, hey man it was super cool having you on the show we're gonna have to start wrapping things up uh, go ahead and it's, tell yeah. people where to find you like uh instagram stuff like that or even your social website. media
1: at social media you can check me out uh Coaster talk podcast uh, I also, yeah, the easiest way to find me, actually, uh, you can look up Kosher Talk Podcast on any social media. I probably have it, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and YouTube, actually. And uh, you can find me at koshertalkpodcast.com. That, again, is koshertalkpodcast.com. Uh, we have all of our uh, archived uh, episodes. I've had Mike Collins from Christian Radio on. I've had guys from the Chain left on, the YouTube channel I'm having. Um, I'm hoping to have some guys from uh, Gravity Group, the manufacturing company, on in the in coming to be i don't know exactly when but that'll be happening i'll have some park people on officials on that kind of stuff so i'm really excited for this podcast to grow and it was great to talk to you
0: you too man thanks for being on the show once again this is your host noah brown signing off guys